Hi guys, I'm in my car. Uh, I'm a little crazy if you didn't know that. So I just took this car to get washed. Usually I have this thing that holds my phone that I, I talk into and it's got a, <laughs> it's got a suction cup and it sticks to the window. Oh, I see that they didn't get that off of there. So I, it sticks to the window and holds my phone, but I just got the car washed and uh, I don't want to stick the thing in the window. So I'm going to hold my phone today. Isn't that silly? Oh my God. And I'm looking at it right now and they didn't quite get all the, the thing off. So, you know, you can st still see the circle. It drives me crazy. Ugh, I've got issues. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the reading. Monday the 7th, Courage to Change. This is a good one. I usually don't read these ahead, but I did at the car wash. <laughs> when I took step five, I looked carefully at the words admitted to God, to myself, and to another human being. The order of these words, placing God first, then myself, and then someone else, struck me. So I, so often I have been vaguely aware of some truth in my life that I was unwilling to admit to myself. Yet my higher power had already placed that thought in my mind. He must have if I'm trying to ignore it. I surely didn't put it there. I try to use this when making decisions about my life. When I assume that my higher power has already put the answer in my mind, I can be willing to acknowledge that answer whether I think I'll like it or not. It may rise up into my awareness right away or it may take some time and patience, but I can trust that the answer is within me. And when the time is right, it will become clear. When I share my thoughts with another person I trust, this process helps me to take action on the answers I receive and to move forward with my life. Today's reminder, there's nothing in life that need confound me. With my higher powers help, I can find the answer to any problem I face. This knowledge gives me courage to follow through with action. I need to be only to willing, only be willing to accept the answer I receive. So this is full of, chock full of good nuggets of stuff. First thing I really like when they talk about that step five where it says admitted to God, myself, and someone else. I've never noticed that before. The order of those words, placing God first, and then me, and then the other person. Um, and then it's talking about intuition, where it says so often I've been vaguely aware of some truth in my life that I'm unwilling to admit to myself. So, boy, I relate to that. Have you ever had kind of this nagging feeling this thought about something and you kind of try to push it away, right? And then it says, you know, my higher power had already put that thought in my mind. So I'm trying to ignore it and God, you know, God's trying to, woohoo, Karen, look over here. And I'm like, do, 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 do. you know, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to face it. I don't want to make a move on it. Oh, you know, I get it. The answer's within me. I, I like that part, right? So I get that thought in my head. Something's not right. Something needs to change. Something feels wonky. I call it wonky. Uh, I, I can trust the answers within me. But this is kind of a new concept for me. Uh, I can trust the answers within me. And when the time is right, it will become clear. I, you know, 
you know, I, I, I get that. I remember, I'm going to tell you a little story about, uh, when I first got into the program, I got into a relationship I should not have been in. <laughs> yeah, every relationship I've gotten in, I shouldn't have gotten in. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, whatever, you know, hindsight's 2020, but I got into this relationship and I couldn't get out. Like I didn't know what to do. And I had so much other stuff more important in my life. So I just dealt with it. it in fact, this is perfect for this reading because this is really what happened now that I think about it. I got in the relationship and I intuitively knew God put this little thought in my head, like the reading said, this little, you <laughs> hello, something's not right here. And I had so much going on in my life. My daughter was very sick and had just gotten sick, I should say. My plate was full. And that was my priority. And so I just put this little yoo-hoo problem relationship and I just moved it to the side. I just couldn't. Like, you know, life is life can be hard and you gotta prioritize what's gonna get your attention or you just can't you can't manage. So um, I was in this relationship and I called my friend Gordon, who is uh, my spiritual, uh, what do people call that? Mentor. You know, he's the, he's my go-to guy. And uh, I called Gordon at that time and I said, oh, Gordon, I got myself into a mess, a pickle. I got into this relationship and I don't think I'm supposed to be in it. And he said, well, we all knew that, you know, <laughs> nothing like a good friend to tell you the truth. Well, we all knew that. What the hell are you thinking? You know? And I said, well, what am I going to do? Cause I got so much going on and leaving the relationship was going to be not, not easy. Like possibly restraining order type, <laughs> you know, danger. I mean, I really got myself into a mess and uh, it didn't start out that way. Let me just tell you right now. It all looks good going in. It always looks so freaking good going in. And then trying to get out, you know. And I don't like conflict. I don't like drama. I don't like it. I would rather pack up my car and drive away than to deal with hurting someone or... I don't know. I'm just, you know, that's just the... The thing in me I don't want to hurt someone else I want everybody to leave happy you know I'd rather be heartbroken than have someone else be heartbroken um, so I said to him I said what am I gonna do and he said you're not gonna do anything right your plate's pretty full so you need to focus on the next indicated thing right you need to take care of your your home situation your you know you need to stay sober first or you won't do anything then you need to continue with your programs of recovery. You need to look after your family first, which was my, my daughter, and, and, and work and, and keep your commitment to the employer that you have, right? Just You're just going to do that and you're going to ask God to take care of this mess that once again you got into, right? Because it, it looked, my motives were good. So... He said, you are going to know, you're going to ask God to make it perfectly clear to you when you have to take action, when you have to make a move. 
You're just going to ask God to intuitively let you know. And until then, you're just going to move on. You created the mess. Just let's just move on. As long as you're not in physical danger, you know, but even if you are, God is going to let you know what you need to do. So I said, okay. So I had this little thought first that I tried pushing away, right? No, this isn't a bad decision. He's going to change. I'm going to change. It's all what I thought it was. It made up in my head, you know, all that bullshit. But then finally I realized, uh-oh, right? And then I wanted some kind of a resolution. And it was a, let's ask God for help. Let's just see what God has in store. And I did. And I waited. And it was over a year I stayed in that relationship just doing the next indicated thing. And a couple of times I was like, okay, God, is this it? Cause I was pr every night I'd pray, God, please, please give me a sign. Let me know. How am I going to know God? How am I going to know? Are you going to drop boulders out of the sky? You know, is there going to be a big flag? <laughs> Karen, get out now, right? How am I possibly going to know that it's time to go? You're going to have to tell me, God, be specific. Like, don't be vague. Let me know. And a couple of times I thought, this is it. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And I didn't. I couldn't do it. And uh, I thought, I started doubting what Gordon said about asking God. And uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I just, uh, my life, there was so much chaos going on in my life. And I was just trying to do the next indicated thing. And I was trying to take care of my priorities in order. Um, and, he, and this guy was not on that list, right? He had dropped way down to the list, right? So, and, and I was supposed to be trying to still be a friend to this guy because I'm the one that got him into it, right? So I learned a lot of lessons in that. But what happened was one day his sister was here and we were somewhere in public and we were, I think, I might even have been a 12-step meeting where we were celebrating people's uh, lengths of recovery and time that they were in the program. And his sister was there. I was cutting cake and talking to people and working. And he pitched a fit. He behaved so poorly in my mind. And I don't know what happened. I was sitting there next to his sister and he walked up and he started giving me the business. He wasn't getting enough attention or something. And that was it. I knew in that moment. I knew that was it. That was it. There was no doubt. There was no question. I just, it was like, and it's not even like God said, hello, it's time to go. I just knew. And it was like, this is over. I'm done with this not putting up with this. This is ridiculous, right? <laughs> I, I'm done with this. And I said, I'm done. And it did not go well. And it took me a couple years to get out of, meaning that whole thing. Now, <laughs> I took direction and I did it as the program stated. And I'll tell you that today, years later, we are friends. He is one of my closest friends. He called me a few months ago and asked me to take his girlfriend, his fiance, now, through the steps. She was struggling and was struggling with codependency 
and uh, issues going on with her. And he thought it might really help her if, if she talked to me and I could help her through the steps. And I did. And she's lovely. And I wish them the best. Right? I, I mean, that's it. I don't go to dinner with them. You know, but I helped. I helped her over the phone. She lived in another state. And I was able to be helpful and like pay back, do the next indicated right thing. And they're running off into the sunset and I could not be happier. Right? So this little intuitive thing, this God thing, you got to put God first. Just like it says, God, then yourself, and then others. And you might think, well, your kids always come first. No. You know, on the airplane, when you got to put the mask on yourself, then on your kids, you really have to put the mask on yourself first. You cannot let yourself get depleted. And any relationships like that, if you're in a relationship with a, a significant other and you are putting them before you, that's not going to work. God's got to come first. And when you get yourself in a pickle and you get that little thought in your head, God puts that thought like, hello, you got yourself in another mess, Karen. I knew it. Remember? I knew it. And I just, oh, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. You know, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm too busy. I'm going to pretend like everything is great. And then there came a point where, no, this is not going to work. How do I get out? And my getting out wasn't easy. I had to ask God for that. God, give me the intuitive thought to get out of this safely without harming me or him any more than I already have, right? I had to take some responsibility because I really didn't have any business getting in that relationship. Um, and that's, you know, that's a life lesson for me. You might not have a relationship life lesson. Your might, life lesson might be something else, but... Um, you know, uh, that was a big deal for me. And then to listen for God to get out. God had the perfect time lined up and I had to listen for that. And it was inside of me. Like I intuitively knew that day. It wasn't like I saw a movie and they were breaking up and I thought that's my sign, right? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make up a sign. I had an experience where I went up, oh, this is it. Not a doubt in my mind. This is it. I'm done with this behavior. This is not matching up to who I am and, or what I want my life to be. This is not working for me anymore. And then it was easy. I think if I would have jumped the gun before I called Gordon and I realized that little intuitive thing was, oh, oh, this is a horrible relationship. You need to get out. And I'm not talking about physical abuse. So please don't miss miss misinterpret that is a different issue physical abuse there was no physical abuse here there was no any kind of abuse i got into relationship i didn't belong in because it was it was beneficial to me at the time or my ego or something but i didn't have any business in there and i needed to get out i didn't love the guy i didn't even like the guy after after a while, I just was like, holy shit, what did I, you know, how did I make this up in my head? And I think that happens a lot when you have trauma and abandonment issues and you're codependent. You get into these situations where you either can save someone, then once you save them, you don't want them anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to save you. And then 
I'm done. I don't want to support you anymore. I don't want to. You're bothering me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a it's a sickness. And you know, it's my sickness. And he got involved. And, and it was, it, you know, it's, it was not fair to him. Good person. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And I got into the relationship. I didn't talk to anybody first about it. But I sure did when I wanted out. Right? So that's what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about, now it's a different deal. If you're in, in a physically abusive relationship, you need to get out right away. And you're going to need some help with that. And there's a lot of help and resources. Feel free to DM me if you need those resources. Um, if you are in trouble or you're in harm's way, you need to let someone know. If not me, let anybody know uh, that you are in trouble um, and you need help getting out. If you tell the right people, it will be, you know, and, and start praying right away. God, put the right people in my path and help me get out of here. Um, and if you have children, then just leave and figure it out later. You know, just get your kids and get the fuck out. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm pretty clear on that. But this this is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about trying to hang out in a relationship. I hung out in that relationship and waited till God told me it was time to, I, to be done because there was some lessons there I needed to learn. So I didn't repeat them. And, and I did. Now, have I repeated them? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I'm a sick person and I have relationship issues. I think I'm the greatest person to be a relationship with, but, but obviously not. You know, I consume people. Like when I walk into a room, I can suck the air right out of the room and everyone's gasping for breath. You know, I, I care. I, I love people to death. You know what I mean? I, I take away their rights and privileges as human beings on this planet by making their decisions and trying to control their lives because I love them so much. And, uh, and then when I'm done, you know, I, I don't want to play anymore. And it's, 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 it's definitely, this is a kind of personal thing to be talking about first thing. So I'm really bearing my soul to you about how I am in, in these relationships. And, uh, you know, I've done it to everybody and I try not to now. I try to back up. I try to allow people the experience of living their own life. <laughs> Even if they're doing it wrong, right? So I like this. I, I know I kind of went way off topic and this is a really long one today, but you know, I really like talking about this stuff because even when I talk about it out loud, like I haven't told that story. I don't know when the last time I told that story before, or at least in its entirety or in its honesty, because I'm not proud of that, but it's ended out good. You know, we're good friends now. And, and I, I try to be helpful to him anytime I can, because he kind of was a victim to my own issues. You know, he didn't deserve that. And I'm not saying he doesn't have his own issues. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm responsible for mine. So I'm talking about me. And, uh, you know, these things are, these relationships with people, that's, it seems to be complicated for me. You know, I, 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 I lose sight of where I, I stop and you start when I love you. Because very blurry. <laughs> and, and that feels good to me in that moment. Then later, not so much. I get resentful and victimized by you. Um, but 
it, I don't think it feels good to the other person. I feel like they, they really feel like they're being swallowed up, you know? And I know that because when I get around really healthy people, they can feel me, you know, I don't have to say a word and they'll take a step back, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you're a nice woman, <laughs> but you stay over there. You know what I mean? So I like the reading a lot. I have to have this higher power and this intuitive thinking, you know, this intuitive thought. Uh, I trust it a lot. I've had intuitive thoughts that I haven't trusted and I've been right pretty much most of the time. And I do a video on that on YouTube. If you want to see it, it's really good. It's about uh, someone, if someone you love lies to you, right, about the relapse. And I will tell you, out of all the families I have worked with, especially children, holy moly, you cannot lie to a child about if you're drinking or not. Man, they freaking know. So families uh, of alcoholics and addicts, if you get that feeling like someone might be loaded, usually you're right. I'd say 99% of the people I've helped have been right. Or they're about to, to use, right? So there's a great video on that. I think it's called that. When someone you love lies, something like that. It's under the codependent section of YouTube. Check it out. It's really a good one. Um, and so many people, you know, doubt themselves and start thinking they're crazy. So anyway, I hope you got something out of any of that. And, uh, I love you all. Please comment and let me know what you think about that, your intuitive thoughts. And you know what? Feel free to do a video. I don't have to be the only one. If you want to get on here and talk about, like if something I say really hits you and you want to tell your your comparable story to it and you want to um, share something that that brings up for you, do that. That's what this is for. It's a private group. And it's just like if we're in a meeting, you know what I mean? What we see here, what we say here, what we share here, let it stay here, right? It's all for our own growth. And for me doing these little book studies, when I read your comments, it's like a mini meeting for me. You know, it's, it's an opportunity. This morning when I was at the car wash, I read a couple of the comments from yesterday and it's like a little mini meeting and I feel connected and I need that because, uh, you know, I, I got a, I got a whacked out thinker on this stuff, you know, and I want, I want to be in charge. So, uh, comment, uh, do a video if you want. I love you all. Have a great day.